It's Rose Water Song. It's the Rose Water Song. It sounds like every other song I've written before the Rose Water Song. Hello and welcome back to the Rosewater Connection podcast, a podcast on all things mental health and wellness. Uh, this episode is part two of a conversation between myself, Heidi, and Clint surrounding social media's influence on our mental health and how it relates to connection and belonging. Part one is not exactly required reading, but if you would like to listen to that one first, feel free. Otherwise, we're going to jump right back in. So it's... Something that I talked about with my brother when he was in high school. It's uh, interesting to me. Um, I don't know if I count because I was kind of born a grumpy old man, but uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, the the difference in I have two younger brothers in in our, all of our high school experiences. Um, it just kind of lined up so that when I was exiting high school. My younger brother was entering high school and he was exiting high school. Our youngest brother was uh, going into grade nine. And there's, when I went to high school, there was something that made you different. You didn't talk about it because you didn't want people knowing about it. When my younger brother, the he's, uh, oh geez, 20 now. Uh, when he was going to high school, you had to be something like you uh he called it uh, queer for clout you couldn't just be a straight white guy you needed to be you needed to have a, some label on you to make you seem more interesting you need to put that online my youngest brother now his his generation it's uh it's not about your sexual orientation it's about your your mental state so you need to like the big three I always hear them talking about are bipolar. Um, there's anxiety and depression that I think is kind of just like a, across the board. If you're alive in this time period right now, you need to be anxious and you need to be depressed. Um, but there, there's bipolar, there's disassociative identity disorder, and Tourette's are the three that they see online all the time. And you see kids... There's, there's some people that, like you say, there's the self-diagnosing happening, but then there's some that it's, it's an aesthetic. It's, uh, I think the term is illness appropriation, where you don't have this condition. Maybe you think you, you know, at a certain point, you tell a lie long enough, you believe it to be true, but you going into this, you're, I'm going to make videos of myself pretending to switch into my different identities to post online to get likes. And then people see that and they think that's how that works. And then they self-diagnose and they go to you. And what has being someone who's not on social media for a very long time, I thought, you know, there's the negative, there's the good and the bad, everything in moderation. You can, you know, isolate yourself by spending too much time online or on your phone, or you can connect to people you might not otherwise uh, experience. You can, um, you know, feel what you're feeling you can identify as who you're identifying as and find more like more people like you but i'm seeing a lot working with the kids i'm working with and it, it sounds like i'm not alone here that people are 
there's this need to, I need, I need to be one of these things. I need to be something. I can't just be figuring myself out and be who I am. I need a label. It's about, I mean, if even you go back to, um, historically around models of psychological models, mm -hmm. right? Um, psychological models around development or even, uh, living in general reality theory reality therapy and mm -hmm. uh, that was always based in uh, choice theory as well kind of combine the two it was always about we have needs to be met within this human condition and there's survival needs right it's food water shelter all of that and then there's need to belong mm -hmm. it's always in there we're going to find a, a way to fill that need to belong to something some group, some purpose, right? Good, bad, or otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's the human condition. We want to belong. We want to connect to something. And, and we have a need for freedom. Freedom to do what we want. Freedom from being ostracized, right? Freedom from embarrassment. Right? Freedom from all of that. There's a need to have, uh, to feel empowered. Right? There's a need for fun. And then there's that need for belonging, belonging, belonging comes up time and again. You look at it from that perspective for uh, young people who still have that need, like everybody else who's ever lived and ever will has. I want to connect to something. I want to feel like I want to belong. Well, how do I do that? Mm -hmm. Oh, I, oh, you've got that and you've got that and you've got that. You've got that. You've got that. You've got that. Oh, I've got this. Yeah. And now... Now I belong, but now what takes over is now we're, we're talking about, I belong fine, but now we're going to start to do some hierarchical sort of, uh, you know, social, social structuring happening now. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm fine to belong, but what happens over time? Well, that plateaus. Yep. Soon enough, someone's going to want to be up, right? As far as class is concerned within social groups. How do I do that? Well, you've got that diagnosis. Well, I've got this diagnosis yeah. wrapped up in this times three. Yeah. Boom. Right? You're on those meds. I'm on these meds. Oh, you're only taking that. Well, I'm taking this. I remember when I took that. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's a fascinating thing to, to think about. But when you trace back the origins, oftentimes it, it is. I'm not saying completely across the board. And mm -hmm. I need to say that as a recursive statement to probably yep. everything I say. But it's like, um, it's, a, it's a really valid, important reason to remember. It's about belonging. So this it takes me to this quote, which I was like, oh, I, I need to pull this up. Beneath every behavior, there's a feeling. And beneath every feeling, there is a need. And when, that, and when we meet that need, rather than focus on the behavior, we begin to deal with the cause, not the symptom. Mm -hmm. And that's what... We all behave for our own good reason. Our needs are going to get met in healthy and unhealthy ways. Just is. But now we've got this platform through this device, these platforms through all these devices. Um, how do you navigate that? How do you turn it off? How do you try to belong when everybody is connected to technology, the devices, social media? Well, and you look at what 
our younger generation is facing with that, right? I mean, we grew up with bullies. Yeah. <clears throat> we we grew up with, you know, the people who did that, the people who stood by and watched it, and the people who mm -hmm. happened, right? Like our... our um, mm -hmm. And so now, I mean... What what's the stat? It's something like seventy eight percent of of bullying is online. You know because it's easy, mm -hmm. it's very um, accessible, and Just sometimes anonymous, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And I mean that's what happened to one of my daughters her first year of of uh, high school. You know, and it's it can be so sneaky and nasty, right? And if you go back to to that quote, because it's easy for me as as mama bear <laughs> to get real mad mm -hmm. real fast right and it actually happened to that same daughter when she was four years old and at four it was easier for me to understand fully and completely that this other child had you know some needs not being met and had mm -hmm. some things happening at home you know and this is how it was was showing up i could understand that at four right <clears throat> you put the social media lens on it and their age and 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 the same principles I believe apply, but holy is it harder because you can be so much meaner and nastier. I'm, you know, under the cowardice of a screen or a keyboard. Always, always is for everybody, any age, but especially you know, young people, teenagers, young young adults. If you if you're spending that much time online and and you're connecting with others in, in that way a lot. Please stand up for each other. Mm -hmm. right? If there's one thing that we could start to talk openly more and more, well, we have been, I get that, but we need to be calling each other out on anything that comes across as uh, hurtful or um, you know, negative intentions. If it's not supportive, okay, zip it. And if somebody goes out of their way to hurt somebody online, Gosh, I hope there's a lot of young people <laughs> out there going, well, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And you're going to hear about it. Okay? We don't do that. And unfortunately, I'm not saying it doesn't happen because I've seen it happen. And I've heard the stories and I've seen uh, in it in action. There's people want to do the right thing. They do. What gets in the way all the time for so many? They avoid Ah, mm -hmm. there's a discussion again around avoidance. Why do we avoid? Uncertainty. Uncertainty, unknowns, fears, worries. This quote and this one, of course, another quote. But it, it really stuck with me because to me it's hugely important. If you want to make a difference, the next time you see someone being cruel to another human being, take it personally. Take it personally because it is personal. It is. Right? When we accept that treatment... And we don't say on, anything. You're on your phone quite a bit there. What's going on? Well, I had to find that quote because I knew it was in there, and you I knew. Yes, quote. I did. You have to find it? Yes, I did. You guys oh, are bullying me right defending. now. Stop. <laughs> 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 no, but really, like so many people don't stand up. They don't take it personally. They go, I'm going to wash my hands of it. I'm going to overlook it. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to. Not it's easy to just move on when it's not you, right? Ignore. Sometimes. Not let it touch you, Especially not let it affect online. you, or say that it doesn't, yeah. at least anyway. Right? But even even being a witness to that, you can pretend like it doesn't bother you, like it doesn't affect you. But that's just, that's just pretend. Mm -hmm. It's actually not truth. 
And I think for a lot of young people too, seeing things online, like it could be really easy to get swept up in the, oh my gosh, so-and-so just posted that about what's his name and not think about like, that's a, you know, a human being yep. that whatever rumors or lies right. or are creating fake accounts. About. Yeah. Like that was part of what happened with my daughter. It was somebody, you know, also creating a fake account to try and get her to say something that they could really essentially hammer her with, slander her with, do, mm -hmm. you know, use it against her. Like it was, it's pretty anonymous still. Is there any way, is there any way back? Is there any way that we turn this around? Yeah, I was thinking that when you were talking <laughs> about, you know, because I was thinking when you we were talking about always being on your phone and not living in the now, like, is the only way out through, like, do we need to just have like AR glasses we're wearing where our phones are just like projected on little screens and then we can see what's in front of us and we're not like walking into poles and stuff? Like, I don't know. You know, but the I think for me, sorry, I'd say, oh, do you mind if I go, please? Once? Yep. Just once. Just one time. <laughs> just once. For okay. me, it feels like um, crush the phone under your boot and, and move to an island. Where nobody can get in contact with you. That's I almost have this feeling sometimes, like that's what I want to do because it gets in the way. It gets in the way. It gets in the way. I'm attending to it. I don't want to do that, but it's habitual. And then, okay, so and then I say, well, I need to. I'm I, I'm in private practice now. I'm I'm growing my mm -hmm. my therapeutic business, and I'm I'm have to be in contact with lots of. Uh, people for lots of reasons right now. Some of that might be true. Okay. But then it just snowballs. Right. Well, you think, I mean, that was part of my, you know, I, I think that I'm, I'm needed mm -hmm. all the time. I have a wonderful, beautiful friend that I've known for 30 plus years. And uh, he and I played hockey together and we've been best of friends for decades. And, uh, Bless his soul. He never bought us a, a phone. He never bought a smartphone. He's 53 years young and he has stayed detached forever in a day. And I'm so envious of him. And when we go skiing, he, uh, he may take his wife's phone along with him for, you know, kind of safety security. Most often not. And he's, you can feel it off him. Freedom and peace and yep. contentment. And you think about those concepts, right? Peace, joy, and contentment. That's what we're yearning for. How do you get it? Well, I witness in that human being these aspects. And, and it, honestly, a big factor is he's not connected to this world. He's detached from it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> in all kinds of ways. And um, it just anything I would ever promote for especially young people too it's like if there's a way that you can maybe carve out an existence without being attached to uh, your phone I would really support you in that well, well go ahead we uh really when we reply or need to check right it becomes about the other person right <clears throat> really quickly yeah Really quickly. And uh, 
by leaving my phone and let's say I go and I pick it up, what I really miss? Nothing. Nothing important. Mm-hmm. What did I? What did I do in 1985? When the the phone was attached to the, to the wall. wall, which was and 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 the handheld piece that you would listen into and and talking to was attached to a cord attached to the phone attached to the wall. I could go 12 feet maybe max. But and if I, if I wanted to talk to somebody and the phone was ringing, I had to get up off the couch and go answer it and stay within a certain area. And and if you didn't like the person that you uh, answered the phone with, uh, you still had to talk to them. <laughs> Right, no like all of these <laughs> You know, Answer people people rush to to be the first one to post, to announce, to you know, and I've I've heard of this several times lately. It also happened to me when my grandma passed away, was that I saw on social media that she passed away before I even found out. Mm. Uh. You know, but that 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 rush, that need for you know, look what happened to me. Yeah. You know, and so where where do people put up those boundaries, you know, on their phones, on what they share, on, on, right? Mm. And because our boundaries always protect ourselves, but it protects our peace and our joy. I don't know. And our contentment. I, I think so, Clint, you asked a while ago, like, what do you, what do we do with this? I think... On a personal level, I, I think if you can, if you're someone who's in a position to do so, don't move to an island and toss your phone in the ocean. Take a break every once in a while. Go somewhere without service and like just have a have a cleanse. Throw your phone in a drawer, lock it, let people know, hey, I'm going off the grid for a week. So I've done that a few times and it feels really, really good. And I come back feeling really, really uh, rested. More so than like if I take a day sick off of work, I'm laying in bed anxious about like, oh, did I like what's going on at work? Like, do they have this handled? What about this tour I was supposed to give? What about this? What about that? But when I, I, I give people a heads up, hey, you're not gonna be able to reach me, you know, short of like a smoke signal, I guess. Smart. Uh, but on a, I, I, but I don't know the answer like on a societal level. Is it, I think it's just it, you're right. It's accountability. Each individual. Um, yeah, if it's important enough to you, then you're going to carve out a way to to deal with this, to navigate this, to be empowered so that it doesn't uh, empower you and it doesn't boss you around. And, it, and if enough people do that individual work, then then I think we're moving in a decent direction. I, and I guess yeah, that's the hope. The more people talk about it, right? The more we, the more I put down that phone, yeah. the more vocal I am about putting down that phone, mm-hmm. right? And we really haven't had a conversation about it, but you noticed it. Oh, yeah. Because it was bugging me that it was going off and you weren't attending to it. Right. Yeah, I think there's been right. a couple and times so, when we sat down and I was like, you, you can get that. Like, yeah, and it's yet, fine. but it's it's just, it's only starting. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I'm no, I know nothing. I'm just starting it. Oh, you're stuck then. Come but, on. But, well, let's work on I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but, so the more I feel good about not having to attend to the phone, the more I'm going to talk about it, right? And when you know the benefits of it, I know how I feel when I don't have to attend to it or be, you know, and I know how other people in my presence feel when I don't have to right. constantly attend to it, right? So I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to try and role model that for the people around me too. Yeah. 
Um, and I think like specifically if I was someone who was like coming to you with a crisis, right? Like uh, I'm, uh, I'm vulnerable. I'm, you know, not, not feeling too great. And you're kind of listening, but also you're checking <laughs> your phone. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's enough to shut me down completely and then really build on those negative feelings. But if I see you, your phone rings, you click, turn it off and put it in your pocket or set it face down. And I, I know that that makes me feel valued and important. Yeah. Yeah. There's even actually a Simon, Simon Sinek talks about even putting it face down. Still not enough. Still not enough. Yep. And it's interesting, but there's, there's other times though, where I've had to say with somebody that I'm with, especially at work, you know what? I have to pay attention to this right now because Mm -hmm. I have somebody who needs me on the other end, um, which has happened. But as long as I bring it up and say, Hey, this is what I have going on. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need to attend to this during our our conversation. Mm -hmm. Then it's, it's clear. Mm -hmm. Right. People appreciate it. So I'm, I'm, I'm just more purposeful about bringing it out to the open and talking about it. Well, do you like, have you noticed like even around anxiety levels, a sense of unease, right? Um, monkey mind, like, is that softened for you? Even the short time that you've been conscientious about parking that phone and not attending to it? Oh yeah. Because I don't have to go, where's my phone? Right. Like that. You don't have that instant, like I haven't checked it. Oh, I wonder what's, you know, but it's, it definitely is, is attached to there's, there's ego in it. Mm. Absolutely. In my experience. No, I concur. Absolutely. Or things just the things that we think are important. Oh, I got to do this. I got to attend to this. I got to, you know, just deal with this. They actually, <clears throat> when you leave them and you don't, they don't end up being a big deal. But again, even this, right? The three of us talking about it. Mm-hmm. If this happens more and more and more and more and more around the world and as time goes on and, the, you know, find our voice around it and be honest about it and be truthful and start that awareness happening more and more and more, there's another way, right? Well, and now that change. you know why I'm not attending to my phone, what difference does that make? First of all, you won't be thinking, oh, I used to attend to her phone. Oh, she should get that. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I know what she's doing. That's a start. I mean, thinking, right why is she texting me back? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I'm a quick go. texter. Oh, they're a good connection. Right? Yeah, I was making a joke, but yeah. That's true. <laughs> it, it is. is yeah. yeah. yeah I text you and why is it If I know that you're not attached to that phone and I send you a message and I don't get something back, I'm not worried. Ah, uh, Okay. You one of those people then who like, if I don't respond to you in two minutes, you send a question mark? No. Okay. No. But we know each other in mm-hmm. our responses to texts, mm-hmm. right? And even the length of time in between texts. But I, I think I have been in certain relationships, right? Depending, depending on the closeness of relationship, depending how long, how long you've known a person maybe. Or mm-hmm. what's going on. Right. History. Like that's all part of the mix too. But I'm working with a lot of younger and older people mm-hmm. these days, and I have been for quite some time around this piece of not 
getting a response in a timely fashion because you get conditioned to patterns, mm-hmm. right? That's because this particular person, they usually respond within this amount of time. Yeah. The brain remembers that. You get to habitually know that. That person, they take seven hours. Okay, fine. That person, they're on it in 30 seconds. And so we have all of these different patterns connected to all these different people in regards to response time. And you know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And over time, if that ever changes, because we're uh, you know, a species of habit and patterns, and we like to know, right? When that stuff changes, uncertainty, yep. unknown, anxiety, worry, fear. <laughs> Why are they detaching? What do I do? What are they talking about if they're not? What? Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's fascinating. And if you look at even your own story, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if we, that's if real. we see and notice, okay, that's a healthy thing to do. And so now I know. Right, but if we tell people, then they know. If you don't. Yeah. That's, that's why a, we need So how do you tell people? You make a Facebook post or what? No, I'm just through <laughs> through conversation. Right? Hey, everybody. <clears throat> I'm too good for my phone. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> the last time you're going to be seeing me. On, I've rose above yeah. my, my yeah. attachment yeah, to yeah, my yeah. phone today. Yeah. For 30 seconds. Yeah. And then they'll be <laughs> checking on who responds for about 36 hours. <laughs> yep. Okay, I'm, not, I'm really putting it away. Well, <laughs> and if you work too, right? If you like, like yesterday, you know, the, the work that working on a laptop, 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 the last thing I wanted to do is to go to my phone. Right? That's how I couldn't spend a break on my phone. And yet you see how, especially young people, very easily, hours and hours and hours. I think it's funny you said that because for me, like all of my devices, like I respond to texts on my laptop because everything goes to everywhere. And I was sitting here thinking, and I was like, maybe for me, the answer is I finally like have two phones. I got my work phone. I got my personal phone. Mm. If you really need to get a hold of me, use my personal phone because on weekends and after, well, I say after five, but after, I don't know, eight or 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah. My work phone's going in a drawer and I'm Do not we say boundaries what? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm bad too. Even social, social uh, events, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say uh, whatever it is, uh, a group of 100 people in a room, and they're mingling, right? And you're uh, having some conversation. And if there's a gap in the conversation, oh, forbid if it ever happened that there's a, a lull, a gap, or <laughs> and somebody feels uncomfortable, hand is in a pocket real quick. That doesn't feel comfortable. I can't work through this interpersonal uh, social ah. interaction on my own. Uh, this is uncomfortable. I don't know what to say in this moment. <clears throat> ah, thank you for saving me, Mr. or Mrs. Phone. And if you if you watch and and you observe others in the context of social gatherings, and you step back and you just kind of notice, and I'm not being judgmental here, by the way, but it's a curious thing. It's just, it's, and you'll know it as soon as you see it, somebody's like, uh, what's what am I supposed to talk about now? Or something got quiet. Phone, 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 phone. And until they get re-engaged somehow, 
Okay, they'll be on the phone. They'll put it away and start again. But as soon as there's any sense of uncomfortable or unease or whatever that is, avoidance has to happen quickly. Mm. And what's the interface that works real fast and it's effective is the device. Just is. I have an app on my phone that uh, I can go to and I can set it to make to call me right in like five minutes. If you know you're in a uncomfortable social situation that you know you need to get out of it uh, because you don't like these people, yeah. I get it. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think about you know, why does anybody avoid anything? It's, it's, it's always connected to an anxiety piece a large percentage of the time. So it's a, it's a rescuer. Mm-hmm. Can be. I think just getting back to <clears throat> to answer your question, Wes, on what can we do besides, you know, role modeling and talking about it, be clear about, you know, what the people that, that matter, the, the ones that we surround ourselves with is, you know, this is what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, even I've even said to, to my girls, if I'm not answering your text, I'm not answering your text. If you need me, call me. That's mm-hmm. how I'll know. And I put that out there to them so they know that. Yep. Right? And sometimes, like, my phone will just be ding, 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 ding. And I know darn well who it is without even looking. <laughs> right? Because that's how she prefers to communicate. And I'm like, you know, and I think I, it happened once. But it was like just boom, boom, boom. And you're like, aren't oh, you going to get I'm like, no, I know exactly who it is. <laughs> and she wants me to reply in the way that she wants me to reply. And she wants me to reply right now. Whereas I've also said to her, if you need me, if it's really important, phone me. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's in an effort to try and protect myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found it really interesting. That, um, it's quite enjoyable. I've been doing more of this lately is actually phoning people like with, and using my voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Is everything okay, Clint? <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just call. Uh, I have a good, uh, wonderful soul buddy who has done that for years. He, he he's not a texter. He's he's a caller. He's a face to facer. He's mm-hmm. a chatter. And so, um, what have I learned? I've really learned to enjoy the experience of seeing his name come up on my phone when it's ringing and it's going to be a phone call. <laughs> I think it's funny you said that because I was thinking like, usually I prefer to call. I feel like I, especially work-wise, I get more results than an email that maybe read and maybe forget about. Uh, but I was like, oh, I guess there's certain people I text because I know like if I call you, it's going to be 45 minutes. <laughs> you got to call. Again, another boundary. You got to call. <laughs> you got to put it's up. Like, I, need, I need two minutes. I need yeah. this answer right now. But if I call you... And I meant that in the way of of you only you choosing to text was the boundary. (laughs) Well, what would it look like if everybody put their phone away every day? Well, can society function anymore without phones? Like your your friend who doesn't have a cell phone, just the world isn't set up anymore for you not to be able to like check in or sign in or when you show up someplace you got to scan a QR code and sign in like that like there's no that's the way the world works now obviously there's ways to do it (laughs) because he's still functioning and he's still doing okay right 
Is, is it easier, more convenient through a lot of this technology? Yeah, it mm -hmm. can, I get that. The other thing I find with social media too is that, and it's across all generations, anyone who's on social media, you know, and I guess getting back to those influencers, right? Mm. If you believe everything you see and hear, right? Some people mm. don't have any yeah. discernment between, you know, what's for me, who they're getting their advice from. Yep. Is this truth? Is this not truth? You know, and there's a lot of detrimental um, things out there that, you know, I just, I go, whoa, like, yeah. I like considerations and no one's going to agree with everything you have to say all the time. And that's fine. But yet be a critical thinker about everything and people aren't. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I do get the feeling mm, there's a lot of evidence actually that would support that critical thinking is diminishing. Yeah. Well, we were just talking before we started recording today about AI and the new Bing and how like, I don't need to write a letter to parents ever again in my life. I can just tell AI to do it and I'm totally gonna. And uh, I'm, I acknowledge that I'm going to have to, uh, really look at like, really read what I'm, I'm, uh, getting in front of me because AI can be super confidently <laughs> wrong. And if I don't know enough <laughs> to fact check, uh, if, if I'm not the kind of person who's going to think, oh, the camera just <laughs> happens to be rolling when you oh. captured this super amazing thing that happened to you and the lighting just was so perfect and your hair was just right and like, you know. So what happens if you become conditioned to this now of letting it do it for you, which is kind of nice and it's, and it's a, a fun thing right mm -hmm. now and it's doing a good job and yep. it continues to. 100% of the time, for a long period of time, it's on point. Mm -hmm. And so you start to let your guard down and you start to not be so critical. You start not to notice and observe and check in and check up on the content that this particular uh, AI platform is using mm -hmm. and doing for you. And one day, it comes up with some total garbage and you say, oh yeah, yeah. Microwave it. my phone to recharge my battery super quick. Yeah, right? sounds good. Let's do it. Tells the whole organization to, you know, take a hike. Yep. <laughs> well, and so my, I guess what I'm going to do is use all the extra time I have <laughs> from AI <laughs> doing my work to look in the mirror and really think about, you know, my, uh, make sure I'm being self-aware. Cause uh, like the question I ask is what, like, how can I not? Because the whole world is going to adopt this technology. And if I'm the one guy not using Excel Copilot or whatever it's it, it's gonna be then to check over all my data and to to write my reports for me, then I'm getting left behind. You know, it, it goes back to to quote our friendly neighborhood therapist. <laughs> to me, just listening to you, it goes back to you know, is it getting in the way? If it's getting in the way of the things you want me to do, then we need to probably look at that. Yep. Okay. Needs in there. Never mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want to. I don't want to. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. Okay. It's not a problem unless it's a problem. Okay. And how do you define what a problem is? If it gets in the way of the things you want me to do. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. do do you Talk want you. connection? Do you want healthy this or unhealthy that? Do you do you you know? And those are all things that we decide for ourselves. If it gets in the way of fostering healthy, uh, positive mood, peace, joy, contentment, 
Oh, let's, let's look at it. If it gets in the way of managing your anxiety and keeping anxiety things within check, let's talk about that. The families I work with are getting upset because they know that I'm not taking the time to actually write them letters about what's going on with their kids and I'm having a robot do it, which I just told everybody. <laughs> I, I read it over. I added I'm a couple sentences checking. in I'm there. I'm fact-checking. I, uh, you know, I trust you fully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find, though, too, like just being able to to drop the responsibility of the phone of the answering of the you know and just being free to be like hmm. i'm just not answering today i'm just not and there is a freedom from responsibility that is needed mm-hmm. it feels so good to get away from the responsibility right and that responsibility really ends up being the expectations of other people yeah well, I mean, we've talked about this before, collective energy, you know, within society, you know, with people that were, you know, in close proximity with and, and in, uh, sharing time and space with in daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, right? And if, if these devices, if social media is causing any aspect of elevated anxiety and any aspect of negative mood, and that permeates from a societal perspective, now we have a more anxious, moodier collective, potentially, yeah. because of a device. Yep. Ah. <laughs> I think it the is. sky is falling. Well, and the negativity <laughs> spreads, right? Because you know, is there some positive things on social media? Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Some negative things. What What gets the most attention? Just like conversation. Mm. Right. Those negative posts. Those drama-filled posts. Those oversharing posts that mm-hmm. you mentioned Wes, right? And mm-hmm. I mean they they get the attention. I am really looking forward to seeing um uh, now I sound like the old guy. I'm you are some young person <laughs> <laughs> online, uh, a TikToker influencer promoting strengths and areas of awesome and what you're good at and positivity and getting a, a billion followers and, and and that's starting to happen more and more and more. And you know the what? They're out there. People aren't paying attention. Like there's this guy on Instagram and he makes me smile every time because, you know, it's like Luke, my, I don't even know what his name is. Anyway, he dances every time. And like, you know, he'll say something like super positive, but he's always dancing and he's dancing in nature. He's dancing barefoot. Sometimes he has his friend with him or other friends or whatever, mm-hmm. but he is always dancing and doing positive things. And every time I watch it, it just brings a smile to my face because he's just like Love that. so happy and dancing barefoot and, and in nature. And that's and challenge and counteract and have the pushback on the individuals who are uh, promoting uh, mental health diagnosis, right? Well, and you take a look at that. I mean, those type of things. You say AI, but I mean, it, it, I hardly know what that is. But the technology, right? And the the algorithm stuff. You go onto Reels, and for me, it's nice because I follow so many other mental health pages and quotes. Mm-hmm. So my Reels are are you know positive quotes for the most part or people saying positive things or swearing a little bit mm. which is also enjoyable <laughs> and you know but like 
that's what my my reels are. So it's not negative, well, you would think right? After that many reps, that you 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 start to become a little more positive. You would think, but it's really easy <laughs> because if you start clicking, if you get sucked into those drama posts, it's gonna start feeding you drama posts because hey, right. the watch time needs to you know the almighty watch time. So there's a big difference between how I'll come off social media and, and this mm -hmm. is not all the time because it does make me grumpy <laughs> too. <clears throat> and somebody else who likes to go through and read the, the comments yep. on a drama filled post. Right. I, I don't, I don't ever, that's one thing I, I, I don't do. Mm -hmm. I'll spend too much time on my phone and social media, but hmm. I don't because that just is too much for me. Well, I don't know if we're going to solve this one today, but it's, it's good to talk about it. Before we end off, do either of you have anything that you want to leave with? Uh, no, I, what, what's the takeaway of it? Um, even from a selfish perspective, <laughs> what, what do I want to take away and, and what do I want to put out there for others? Um, yeah, let, let's be more conscientious and deliberate around detaching from these uh, devices more often yeah unless you're listening to this show unless in which case you get a pass everything yeah and listen play it on loop play it while you sleep <laughs> and i think you don't even um, have to listen you can take your headphones out <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just fall asleep just, to we our just voices. need the view you know? i do you have a just... man voice i can lull you to sleep <laughs> just let it play you can go for a walk, leave your phone at home, play in the podcast. But as long as it's playing, well, it's in that drawer. Yeah. Go ahead, Heidi. Um, I was just going to say, I think, you know, we are what we, what we eat. And uh, we have choice around that. And <clears throat> when we find something that's working for us, what do we, what do we all do? We share our wind baths, our windsy baths. We share, <laughs> that's a great idea. Right? We, we share those things that are working for us. You know, and even we can share them, even if we're not great at them. I'm not great. I'm just learning to put my phone down to not be so attentive to it mm -hmm. and being able to set that boundary for, for myself, but for the other Who's people, the other people I'm surrounded mm -hmm. by. Right. So we can still talk about it, even if we're not great. Right. So many people uh, get up there and go, well, I do this and I'm cured and I'm healed and I've grown and I've, I've, you know, like, if I'm yeah. not great at this, I shouldn't say anything. Eh? Right. Right. But we're, so, I mean, share number one, that we're human, share what we're trying, share experiences, right. And someone else is going to come to me and they're going to say, you know what? And I did this and that worked for me. And I'm going to go, Oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a cold bath now. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm not, yeah, but <laughs> right. I mean, that's how those things, but we're not afraid to be vulnerable in it and say, here's what I'm trying. I'm not always good. I checked my phone like a banshee this morning because I was excited. Right. Like, mm -hmm. Some days I can really do it and some days I don't, but as long as I keep on trying and if I want to help people, I'm going to spread the word. Mm -hmm. Lost it. I had a thought. Go ahead. I, my thoughts got not fully formed yet. Something along the lines of take, what do you, what do you say? Take the grace that you take your grace because it's yours to take. I don't know. Yep. Not fully formed. Right. Well, they, people have these expect, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to speak up because mm -hmm. that's actually what social media has a lot of people using it as a platform to preach. Yep. Right. You know, look at me. I've done this. I've done that. I've done that. 
that's a glimpse. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're preaching right now. It's well, it could be. It could. You stood up. I will started. preach on this. Hmm. I will go on a tangent. Waving your hands it. around. Right, but I mean, <laughs> people do that, and it drives me crazy because people buy into that, thinking that's what they're buying, but they're not. Yeah. Right. That's not human. That's not the human experience. Or you see this perfect picture, and you know, you know. Trust me. Come to me. You know, because I've done the work. I know what I'm talking about. Really. I am nine times over 10 going to go to somebody who says, you know what? I'm still in the processes. If I can help you anyway, if my experience can help you anyway, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. But you telling me I've done the work, trust me. That's scary. That sounds like something. I That's, would really say. Scary. That's the world we're living. But that, that is what's out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a shame and people do it all the time. What's really unfortunate. They think it is... gives them credibility. Sorry. No. <laughs> I got a little hot. No, I, I should have known you weren't done yet. I shouldn't. If you didn't even understand what I just said, it yeah. was, I got okay. a little hot. Um, oh, that, that train of thought's gone. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave this in. We're not perfect either. No. Um, did you have anything else to... I better stop. <laughs> okay. uh, if you couldn't already tell, uh, a lot to say on this This. Pretty broad topic, so I'm sure we'll revisit it at some point in a more um, measured, uh, you know, maybe have some more specificity. <laughs> Was that a little pointed at me? <laughs> no. A I more meant, regulated uh, environment. <laughs> maybe with a more, like, uh, specific angle yeah. uh, in mind. I, I think there was, the there's a lot to, to get out here. Um, thank you. That's all for today's episode of the Rosewater Connection. Uh, if you've taken the time out of your day and listened to this, <laughs> even if your phone is just playing in a drawer, uh, we want to thank you for, uh, supporting us, support you. Um, help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we hope you learned something new. You felt inspired or maybe you found some comfort, uh, some comfort in our conversations. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, review us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Share it if you think that someone else in your life could benefit from this. And don't forget to follow us on social media for more <laughs> updates and content. Uh, you can find our link tree to all of our other platforms in the episode description because, you know, nobody quits Twitter. So, <laughs> way to get through that, Wes. <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. Hide your gear. I'll wait until we're ready to start up again. Followers and likes. Subscribers. Well, hang on, though. We're going to be asking people to do that in a minute. Okay, sorry.